How do you find and keep hope alive? As a Christian, you're going to face trials of of many kinds and persecution, and we're just promised that, and so it is what it is. But I think being firm in your faith and standing firm in that, God's going to bless you so much for that. Oh, I will find hope in what Jesus Christ did for me. This is what hope sounds like. We have Miss Ann Wilson. Good. How are you? Good. Good to be here. Oh, it's just so great to have you here. I mean, there's so many wonderful things going on with you. I mean, it's just an honor. And what I love most about you, Anne, is when I see you at award shows or when I see you, just people talking about your music, you always give the glory to God. Mm. You're always thanking Jesus all the time. Thank you. Tell me me what what that's like for you. Uh, I feel like, you know, I... I, um, I didn't grow up wanting to be an artist or do music or, you know, to have songs out. So um, I have a special appreciation for what God's doing in my life that I think um, instead of, you know, celebrating every moment and and being like, oh, I always dreamed of this. It's more of like I'm every moment I'm just blown away by his goodness and um, and he deserves all the glory and I'm nothing without him. So I. Um, I wouldn't be anywhere without him, and so it's all his, and he can have all of it. So. Oh, girl, and you're so, it's so refreshing to hear that. It really is. I mean, especially in the world today, with being beautiful, talented, and popular, and living in this world today, it's not popular to to love Jesus. Mm-hmm. And your generation is so important because you're the generation that's coming up. You're the loudest generation. So can you empower your generation and give them hope on just continuing to share the message of Jesus and the hope of Jesus, especially when they're like getting bullied or being told that, no, you can't talk about Jesus. Mm -hmm. Can you empower them? Yeah, I feel like, um, you know, it's really hard to to, uh, preach the name of Jesus in our culture, especially my generation. I remember being in middle school and high school and just feeling like so much pressure to fit in with the world and fit yeah. in with my friends and always just felt so hopeless. Yeah. And, um, but I do remember having this moment of realizing that I had to be bold in my faith and I had to stand for what I believed in yeah. and that I couldn't let the world and the ways of the enemy drag me into that, but I had to stay firm in who I was. And so I think it's really just about owning who you are in Christ and believing um, in what he says about you, that you are a child of the King and yes that um, no one can take that away from you. And so you are gonna face, I mean, as a Christian, you're gonna face trials of, of many kinds and persecution, yeah. and we're just promised yeah. that. And so it is what it is, but I think being firm in your faith and standing firm in that, God's gonna bless you so much for that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing is, is God protects you and he blesses you mm-hmm. and he's more powerful than the world. Mm-hmm. So when the world is saying, oh, no, 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 you can't talk about Jesus or it's uncool, you know, that's where we have to trust him, right? Absolutely. You yeah. Know? So good. And it's just, it's so refreshing to to see you and to hear you. Every time that you give glory to Jesus or you thank Jesus, I'm always like, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, so much. Mm-hmm. And, and even your parents, mm-hmm. you know, um, I saw a video of you on Instagram and you were um, sharing with your parents your, uh, your Dev Award nominations. And the first thing that your mom said was, Look what God is doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, before she said anything. So tell me about your parents and how they raised you. My parents did a really good job at always raising me in Jesus. And I knew from a young age that I could know him personally. And I think that was really important for me. And, and one of the things I always share at shows every night is how 
Uh, my parents would pray over me at nighttime and they would always mm -hmm. tell me how much they loved me, but that Jesus loved me even more. And so from a young age, I had that knowledge of knowing that the God that created the universe mm -hmm. loves me more than my own parents do. And that always meant so much to me. Yeah. And um, they always just, they didn't like necessarily push their faith on me, but they, they just laid it out there and what they yeah. believed in. And, and it was a really beautiful um, upbringing of like where I knew that I was a child of God. I knew mm -hmm. I was created in his image and I knew that I could know him. And it was a really yeah. incredible upbringing that I think really helped shape me into who I am today. And yeah. knowing that I had my parents just there for me always growing up was so special to me. Yeah. yeah. And now you can take that, what your parents instilled in you and you're sharing it with the world yeah. and you're giving women and young girls yes. all over the place yeah. empowerment to say, Hey, I'm a child. Hey, Hey girl, yeah. I'm a child of the kids. <laughs> Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and I love that. And it's so important. And, and I was listening to uh, a story. You were sharing your story about your brother. Mm -hmm. And you were saying about how the death of your brother is now um, the marker of your journey right mm -hmm. now. And, and I can understand that um, because I lost my mom at a young age. When I was 25, mm -hmm. I lost my mom. I'm so sorry. And, yeah, it was very difficult. And then I went into drug addiction. Um, but God mm. took me out of it and wow. now I'm sober, That's amazing. you know, and he took wow. her death and what the enemy tried to do with it. And now his story is being glorified, yeah. That's you know, with the yeah. talents he Absolutely. gave me. So, uh, so share how your brother's death has done that with you. Yeah. You know, I think, um, losing Jacob was so hard and I remember every moment just felt so painful and just so hopeless. I just didn't yeah. want to go on with my life. But in those deepest moments of pain is where I felt Jesus being the closest to me out of any mm -hmm. moment of my life. And um, I remember having this moment of kind of being faced with this decision right after my brother passed mm -hmm. away. Um, was I going to trust God yeah. or was I going to lean on my own understanding and do that whole thing by myself and walk through the tragedy by myself? And I really felt just the Lord asking me that, like, are you going to trust me, Anne, or are you not? And I remember just turning mm -hmm. around and saying, Jesus, I trust you. Yes. And it was in that moment that I felt like this heavy weight had lifted off of me and I knew that I was going to get through. I knew that God was going to pull me through it. And, and I think it's, there's something so special about turning to God in the midst of tragedy and worshiping him through your pain um, and not letting the enemy use that and, and try to destroy you with it, but instead saying, you know, I'm going to believe that God says what he it says he's going to do and he's yeah. going to do what he says he's going to do and he's going to um he's going to restore me he's going to heal me and yeah. and i watched firsthand me and my family watched as god literally took something so awful and turned it into something so beautiful yes. and i really believe it was because we said yes to him yes. and we trusted him in the beginning and that's you have a choice to make and it's um and you know obviously there's grace for either way but that i think it's really beautiful to worship god through your pain and yeah. god's going to do something with that so uh. Amen. I just want to hug her. I just want to be like, preacher girl, yes, I feel Aww. you, yes. And I love you say it's about saying yes to Jesus. Yes. It's mm -hmm. about faith yeah. and trusting him. And I love that. And I know that, um, you know, I was just listening to a podcast about this woman who was talking about how when somebody we love passes, mm -hmm. it's our bodies that we lose. Mm -hmm. But your brother's soul is still praying for you. Yeah. And he's yeah, still so thinking sweet. of you. Yes. I you love know? That. And he's I love that so much. Yeah. And he's up there. He's like, look at my sister. Love songs. Know, love yes. my Jesus. And and I know that you you wrote a song specifically about about him. Can you mm -hmm. can you share that with us? Yeah, it's called No Place Like Home. And uh, it's a song that I wrote with some good friends. And we basically just 
talked for hours about like what 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 I used to do with Jacob and our mm -hmm. memories together at our farm yeah. in Kentucky and uh, we put it into a song and it really is a beautiful song about our memories on earth but that there's no place like home in heaven mm -hmm. and that that's where our final destination is and it's a really just kind of beautiful journey from our first moments together up until you know I'm at the grave saying yeah. bye to Jacob but knowing that he's in heaven and he's celebrating there yeah. so and you have a book coming out as well so yes. tell us about your 25th. book yeah um, this book is means so much to me I wrote my Jesus this super special song that ended up going number one and people were loving it and it was just really cool to see what God did but then I felt like I had to write a book I had to expand on the story and really go in detail about each miracle that God performed in my life. So wow. um, I wrote this book in two months. It was a very quick turnaround. I wrote it with my French high school teacher, which is so funny from Kentucky. <laughs> we, we wrote it together. And um, it's just a really beautiful story of God's goodness and faithfulness. Yeah. And it goes from my earliest days in childhood up until now. And it's not just a book for people walking through loss, but it's a book yeah. for everyone in every walk of life. Yeah. And um, it's called From Heartache to Hope. And so it really talks about how you can be in the depths of pain and grief and tragedy, mm -hmm. but then God's going to give you hope on the other end of it. So oh, that's it's beautiful. a good encouragement. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. So someone watching right now is watching you and is in a painful moment. Can you, can you give them some hope right now? Yeah, I just want to encourage you that God has a plan in all of the pain that you're walking through. And um, I love the truth of knowing that like nothing surprises God, but that he's all knowing, he's sovereign, he understands every moment of everything going on in your life and that he has a better plan and purpose for your life. And so you might be in the trenches of pain right now and you might see no way out of it, no end to it, but God has a plan and he's gonna heal you, he's gonna restore you, he's gonna give you what you need. Uh, but you gotta trust him, you gotta put your faith in him. And that's the hard part is, yeah. is choosing to say yes to him. But yes. when you do, he's gonna bless you so much for that. And that is what hope sounds like.